Hi, this is Pastor Bob. Today on Student of the Word, we're going to talk about the healing is not only part of God's grace, it's also a reward. By simply walking with God, you can be rewarded with healing, not even thinking about it, just following God and go, whoa, that sickness has gone out of my life. Is it proper to curse sickness and disease? Absolutely. But it's also proper to walk with God and see that healing is also a reward. Let's go to the Word of God together. For more than 40 years, Bob Yandian has been an expositor of the Bible making seemingly complicated doctrine easy to understand. Grab your Bible and something to take notes with and study the Word of God with Pastor Bob Yandian. Hello, this is Pastor Bob Yandian thanking you again for coming back to Student of the Word and you are a blessing to me. For those of you, I just want to admonish you. If you've been watching this program for some time and this program has blessed you, You know, something inside your heart says, I like this guy and I like the way he teaches and just the way it comes across. Got a a praise report here from Jim who says, I've been enjoying your uh, preaching, Pastor Bob. You're awesome. Well, it's not just me. It's not me that's awesome. It's the word that's awesome. And I just teach it the way that it comes to me and the way I see it. I like to make it simple, understandable. But you know what? There's other people, there's other people say, ah, Bob's okay. You know, but I like brother so-and-so and and I like brother so-and-so. Well, that's like, that's why we have so many different teachers and ministers in the body of Christ. But there's those out there that the moment I start speaking, I getting into the go, I like this guy. He speaks and he teaches like I like it. That's the first key that you need to become a partner with me because we join in with people of like precious faith, of like of like uh, understandings, and that's why you are attracted to a certain pastor and, 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 and ministers out there beyond that, evangelists and prophets and others that you're attracted to. I like them because why they teach it like I see it, or even better than that, they just have a gift and I identify with that. In fact, oftentimes what people that identify with me have the same call to pastor and they want to do it like I did or teach like I did. I don't want you to steal my sermons and just teach them word for word, but you know what? You can tell when people have a like gift with you. It won't function exactly the same, but pretty much the same. And so you become a partner with me. I'd love for you to join me as a partner. And so if you're one of those like Jim here that just says the teaching's awesome, well, why don't you put some support behind it financially and say, I want to support you because whatever happens in your ministry, because I'm financially tied to you, I get the blessings too. And you'll never know it till we get to heaven. How great your reward will be for sowing a seed in life that came up in other people's lives, which kept going on into other people's lives. You'll find out like a seed, it can produce a tree, then it produces fruit. From the fruit comes seed. It starts all over again and just keeps going generation after generation. Go to bobyandian.com. You'll find a place there where you can become a partner with me. And I thank you again a lot ahead of time. bobyandian.com. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 4. The book I'm offering is on the subject of healing called, this is called The Grace of Healing. And the reason why I'm offering this book is because, again, it starts out teaching you that healing came by the cross and it is a matter of grace. There's so many things that came by the cross, but also healing is also a reward for your faithfulness and obedience to the things of God. And so a sin isn't that way. Uh, your sins aren't forgiven because you're just, you know, following God's word and all this kind of thing. It comes because you repent as a Christian 
that comes as a sinner because you repented and accepted Jesus as your Savior. But healing is a little different because it is it is from the grace of God and you receive it as a grace gift from God, but also it can be a reward. One of those things, you're just serving God and notice one day, I've been healed of that thing. What happened here? Well, it's because of your faithfulness to serve God. And I wanna talk about that today, that healing not only comes as a grace from the cross of Jesus Christ, but also there is a certain amount that goes with it of being just faithful to God, and it's a reward for being obedient to the Lord and growing in Him. So salvation and the Holy Spirit are gifts of God's grace, and if they're a gift of God's grace, then they can be received. Such as Matthew 8, 17 tells us, He took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. It doesn't say some of our infirmities. It doesn't say some of our sicknesses. It said He bore our infirmities, plural, and bore our sicknesses, plural. That's Matthew 8, 17, where Jesus healed the multitudes that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. And so all Jesus asked them to do was receive it. 1 Peter 2.24 says that by his stripes we were healed. So that means it occurred at the cross. And so the moment it occurred at the cross, all I have to do is receive it. Healing too is also received. It's part of God's grace. And Jesus one time when, uh, you know, his cousin was there and uh, John the Baptist was in prison and while in prison doubted Jesus and sent some of his disciples out to find Jesus and said, come over here and tell me, are you really the one we should look for? Are you kidding? That was his entire ministry. John's ministry didn't last very long, but the whole purpose of his ministry was you'll be the voice in the wilderness crying out, you know, about the Messiah coming. And so he did. He cried out the Messiah was coming. Jesus came and he pointed to him and said, this is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So healing is part also of what Jesus did for us on the cross. And he said to John in prison, Jesus didn't go, he said, you just go back and tell John the blind receive their sight. Receive is a key word for the grace of God. Anything given in grace is received. Salvation is a gift of God simply handed out to you and you receive it. And so is a sickness and disease. The gift of the Holy Spirit is told us in Matthew chapter eight that after they got saved in the city of Samaria, they sent Peter and John to them who came to them and they said that they prayed for them to receive the Holy Spirit. In chapter 19 of Acts, Paul saw, met the uh, men that were in Ephesus and he, and he knew they'd been saved. He said, wait a minute, there's something missing here. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believe? They said, no, we haven't heard whether there be any Holy Spirit. So they received the Holy Spirit. But healing falls on both sides of this thing. Healing is a grace, as we just pointed out, but healing is also a reward for obedience and obedience to be faithful to the word of God, faithful to follow in Jesus' footsteps, walk with him daily and healing will come to you sometimes without you even thinking about it. You had something, the more you follow God, you'll just find out that sickness just departed from you. Oh, you could have been prayed for. Oh, you could have stood in faith. You could have you know, spoken to that disease. All that is scriptural. But I wanna bring out this other side to you that sometimes just as you're following God, you love him, you love his word, you love the Holy Spirit, you love fellowship with God, you enjoy witnessing to people that one day you say, wait a minute, I've been healed. Let's take a look at Proverbs chapter four. By now you should have found it. So Proverbs chapter four, take a look at verse 20 through 22. Here the Lord is speaking to us as David did to his son Solomon. 
And Solomon wrote this from what his dad said, but we can hear God speaking. And he says, my son, attend to my words. In other words, make this the focus of your life. Incline your ear to my sayings. In other words, read them out loud and incline your ears to it. Listen to the preacher who's preaching it. Uh, listen to Pastor Bob as he's talking on the television and bringing this lesson to you. Listen to what he has to say. Attend to my word. Incline your ears to my saying. This means to angle your ear over there and make it the focus of what you're hearing. Let the other things just depart. Let the world just kind of quiet down around you. Let your feelings, let your fears, let your emotions die down and just incline your ear to my sayings. Verse 21, let them not depart from your eyes. So what do we have? Our ears and our eyes and now fasten your eyes on it. Let them, them words, them scriptures, let them not depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. He simply says it will add to your spiritual life and health will begin to come into you. And health simply means not only will you not be sick, but you won't have any sicknesses anywhere in your body and you'll begin to walk in health from that day. It doesn't mean you'll never be attacked again. Doesn't mean sickness will not try to enter into you. But he's simply saying here, one well, of the best things you can have is the defense in your life is not just a check from the government, not just a national health care system, but a spiritual health care system where again, if you will not let the word depart from your ears or your eyes, then if it comes into your eyes and into your ears long enough, it falls into your heart. Keep them in the midst of your heart. And when it's in your heart, then it's life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Studying the scriptures places the promises in your ears and also before your eyes. And then you can go and, re and let that remain in your heart. And the key to this will be the fact that you will now find health and begin to walk in health all the days of your life. So again, it comes back to it. It's not just the reading of the word of God, not just the hearing of the word of God. And it's also not just you claiming victory or, or receiving a healing, that God has a way of getting healed that just as you're following him and walking with him, sickness can't stay on you. It starts to fall off of you. It starts to be removed from your body. Next of all, look at Proverbs chapter three. Go back a chapter and take a look at chapter three. And here we have attending to and understanding brings revelation and revelation of the word of God is a key to walking in health. You don't even have to pray for it. I'm not saying don't pray to get healed. I'm not saying, you know, never to speak to your sickness and disease. That's a great thing to do, especially when they first attack you. But there is a thing in life to where all of a sudden as you're walking with God, that what was there begins to disappear. There's another thing too, which I think is so interesting. My mother had this and some other people she knew is that when she died and they examined her body while they were there, and they've often had done this, even cut them open in autopsies and stuff like this, found that these people used to have a sickness and it disappeared. It's gone. And uh, it could be from the fact that this person was a Christian and got prayed for, or it could be the fact that they walked with God, let the word ever come into their ears, ever into their eyes, and it became life to those that found it and health to all their flesh. What was there and what Satan had attacked was simply just did not prosper. And and did not go on very long. Proverbs chapter three, verse 13 through 16 says, happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. This is of the word of God, understanding of the word of God, wisdom for the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain of it than fine gold. Verse 14 simply means this, for the merchandise or the profit, the profit from wisdom and the profit from understanding is better than the profit that comes from silver, gold, 
It says in verse 15, she that is wisdom is more precious than rubies and all the things you can desire are not to be compared to her. You know what this verse is saying? Understanding and revelation of the word of God is better than the merchandise or the profit that silver and gold can. Boy, do they have a lot of commercials on TV. Silver and gold is the one thing that'll stand up through all this stuff. And I agree, that's in the natural, but you know what's even better than silver and gold? One revelation from the word of God because silver and gold stays here. I get to take my revelation to heaven with me forever and forever. And then he goes on to say, and also she, that is the wisdom of the word of God is more precious than rubies. I mean, so we have silver, gold, and now we have fine jewels, precious than rubies and all the things you can desire cannot even be compared to her. Notice what it says in verse 16, just understanding the word of God will give you length of days is in her right hand and her left hand is riches and honors. You know what length of days is? Healing walking in health. Length of days is in the right hand and in the left hand. Also, the word of God can bring you riches and honor. The, the wealth that you have in this world, such as silver and gold, can bring you riches, but you know what? Only God can bring you riches and add honor to it also. What's he simply saying? Wisdom and understanding are better than anything the world has to offer. Look for the finest treasures you can find and you'll find it won't be what this earth can offer. It's what God gives us and it's right there in his word every day and anybody can have it if they'll just spend time studying it and meditating it as the word of God says day and night. Wisdom must be searched for to be found. It's like treasure. It's usually buried, but if we dig hard enough and we go into it enough and study it enough, the revelations come out like treasure. See you right after halftime, right after the break. How much faith do I need to be healed? In The Grace of Healing, Bob Yandian answers this question and reveals the missing ingredient to the healing you've been praying for, grace. Throughout church history, the doctrines of grace and faith have been taken to separate extremes as they relate to healing. The result is that many believers struggle to receive healing from God. Those on the side of grace deny the need for faith, believing that God only heals a select few. For those who only see a need for faith, the pursuit of healing becomes a legalistic struggle to change God's mind. Pastor Bob takes a different approach. With practical biblical teaching, that balances both elements of grace and faith. You'll find the healing you've been waiting for when you find the missing ingredient of grace. To order The Grace of Healing, visit bobyandian.com. Theology Simplified is a practical guide to foundational biblical truth. Basic doctrines are not difficult, but easy to understand. They often become disguised as complicated or deep-sounding words, but the definitions are simple. Using straightforward vocabulary and down-to-earth examples, Pastor Bob makes complex theological concepts clear and practical. Eight crucial doctrines of the Christian faith are demystified. Redemption, justification, sanctification, reconciliation, predestination, election, propitiation, and glorification. These eight precepts, essential for all believers to understand, come to light as you read and arrive at a deeper understanding of the finished work of Jesus Christ. This understanding will allow you to walk in more maturity and stability in your Christian life. To order Theology Simplified, visit our website at bobyandian.com. 
Bob Yandian Ministries is training up a new generation in the Word of God. Because of your generosity and faithfulness, this teaching ministry is able to change countless lives. You will never know until you get to heaven how many people received Jesus, were filled with the Holy Spirit, healed, or found God's will for their life through your support and prayers. If you would like to become a partner with Bob Yandian, visit our website at bobyandian.com and click on Partnership. I mentioned partners in the first half of the broadcast. I simply want to say this to those who have been partners with me for a long time. Thank you. I mean, you're right here and I pray for you and I just simply say thank you on the broadcast because you know what? You'll never understand the power of what happened. Neither will I. I can't see where all that money goes to except in, you know, material things around me, cameras and all this stuff. But the word that goes out, I can't see where all it goes. I don't know if every person that receives Jesus or follows God, but you know what? I will in heaven and I'll get to heaven and go, good Lord. I mean, just that little bit of money, look what it produced. A little bit of money can do a lot. You know, a widow's might can turn over, you know, incredible things of Satan and bring in the power of God. And so I thank you for that. For all of my partners, thank you so much. And again, if you want to become a partner, go to bobbyandian.com. You'll find out how you can. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 13 through 16. Here's how I'm going to recap that verse of scripture. Wisdom must be searched for to be found. It's like treasure. It's usually buried. Wisdom is more valuable than gold and silver or jewels. Why? Because gold, silver, and jewels can bring us financial blessing down here, but wisdom goes beyond financial blessing. It brings us things that money can never buy. Treasure is temporary, but wisdom is eternal. That's the first greatest thing that wisdom has over natural things, is natural things are temporary. Treasures will not lengthen your life, heal your body, or bring honor to you. The richest people in the world would give all their riches if they could just get uh, rid of this life-threatening disease that only leaves them a few months left to live. And then that's when they begin to realize that I put all of my trust in things that cannot help me at all. And yet God can do it and he's offered it to you right here in his word. It can bring you long life. Wisdom can do all this and bring riches too. And all these are rewards for searching out divine wisdom. What am I bringing out the fact? Yes, healing can come from the grace of God and we simply receive it. But also there's just another part of healing that if we just walk with God, trust him, uh, see the value, keep seeking the word of God, You're rejoicing in the revelations we get from our study, from a broadcast like this, or from a pastor teaching from a pulpit or recordings that we have, those types of things when we see it, we go, oh my goodness, I've never seen that before. Money can't buy that. God has given to us free if we'll just start digging like we would for treasure and digging into the word of God and hiding it in our heart, putting it ever in front of our eyes, putting it forever in our ears. That brings it into the heart and it brings great rewards in life. Turn to Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 22. Wisdom is God's medicine for healing. I'm not against medicine. I think medicine is fine. In fact, I take medicines myself from time to time. And the point of it is, is if it's in nature, then God put it here. Well, you know, we don't take medicine. We go God's way. We don't go the way the world or the devil. The world didn't put the, the medicine in the plants around us. And Satan certainly did it. God. 
I mean, how long have we had, you know, certain plants around that aspirin was found inside the willow tree? How long has that been around? It's been around since the Garden of Eden. We didn't discover it till a few hundred years ago. And it's been called the miracle medicine or the all-inclusive medicine. It does so many things. And yet it was there all the time. I think that God simply put these things out there for us to discover and to use them in life, but not to take our trust away from God. Wisdom is God's medicine for healing, meaning if you didn't have any aspirin, if you'd have anything else, it can come back to this. You can walk in health before God because of the word of God. Proverbs 17, 22 says this, a merry heart does good like a medicine. Like medicine does, it's supposed to heal you. A merry heart can do even better. But if you have rottenness of bones, what do I mean by that? You have dryness of bones, you have a broken spirit, uh, you carry remorse around with you, sadness around with you, you're gonna get sick. God says your attitude here can be rewarded with the walk of health in this life. Medicine is healing while you're doing other things. You don't have to think about it, it's working. When you take that medicine in the morning, there's been times I woke up with a headache and I just went straight and took a couple of aspirin and I was doing some things around the house, got in the car and all of a sudden I thought, it's gone. It was just gone. Well, that's the way the word of God works. I'm not make, telling you that aspirin is the word of God. I'm simply saying making a comparison between the two is I didn't have to think about it. I just went around doing what I normally did. And God's saying, when you study my word, it's like taking medicine. While you're doing things, you look around one day and say, wait a minute, I was healed. You discover later that you were healed. Your healing is a reward of simply taking, again, what the medicine said and taking it like it said on the label, doing what the word of God says, obeying it because of the way that it's worded in the Bible, God is simply saying here, he will bring that to you. Speaking godly words to others will bring healing. You know, there's, there's a scripture that talks about the fact that, you know, to him that is near, says the Lord, I will heal him. If you walk far away from the Lord, he says, you're not gonna get healed. But if you walk near to me, I will bring healing into your life. And what's he talking about here? He's simply talking about the fact that the closeness you have to the Lord in fellowship can bring healing to you. It's kind of like by osmosis, as I walk with Jesus as my best friend, Jesus is not sickness, Jesus is healing. And his healing just permeates me and comes over into me. I didn't think about it. I wasn't trying to. I was just fellowshipping with him. He said, here's a reward of simply finding peace. Here's a reward of simply walking with me. Here's a reward for listening to what I have to say, listening to my word, praying, receiving guidance from me, all the different things you do. I just want to tell you, Bob, how much I love you. And here, I'm just going to give you healing as you're walking with me. Peace is given to us as we walk with God. And you know what? Peace itself is a healer. Peace comes from salvation, first of all, Romans chapter five and verse one. And so in that case, peace comes from the grace of God. But peace can also come by just being faithful to God. In second Peter chapter one and verse two, grace and uh, peace are multiplied unto us by the knowledge of God. Growing in faith causes peace to even increase in my life. I have peace when I'm born again, Romans 5, 1. You know, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God, but there's a growing peace in my life that comes from following him in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 2. If peace is a healer, then the more I grow in peace, the more that I walk in peace, 
the more that health comes to me. I think it's interesting too sometimes that honestly, we look to food and we look to different you know ingredients in food to try to keep us healthy and all those kind of things. I think your attitude has a whole lot more to do with it. And it's brought out in my book in chapter three of The Grace of Healing. Your attitude has much more to do with it, your walk of health than anything else. Peace is one of the greatest producers of health. Peace saturates your body. It saturates the muscles, the tissues and all that. It can bring blood pressure down, all these things because you walk in peace before God. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Joy in your life can bring healing into your life. There's so many other scriptures brought out in this book. And again, it'll be a great blessing to you, the grace of healing. Hearing godly words can bring healing. Speaking godly words over people or they're speaking godly words over you can bring healing into your life. Proverbs 16 and verse 24. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Why does the Bible speak so much about bones? Because it's inside your bones where blood is produced. In other words, it's one of the most central points of your body for health, because what you want to do is produce good blood out of it. And this verse is simply saying that in Proverbs 16, 24, that when good words are spoken unto you like a honeycomb, it's sweet to the soul, you hear it and you're blessed by the words that people are bringing to you. Hello, brother, Jesus loves you. And a simple phrase like that, that brings you back and shocks you back. You go, yeah, I've been griping about all the people that don't like me and the greatest one in the universe, Jesus loves me. The moment that happens, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, a sweetness in your mouth, sweet to the soul, but then it also brings health to your bones. And hearing pleasant words can bring healing and health. And then giving other people pleasant words can bring healing and health to them. So we, in essence, we can feed each other on the word of God and simply understanding it, walking in the revelation of the Holy Spirit over those scriptures can bring healing into our life. And also even more than that, we can offer healing to other people by simply blessing them and bringing good words to them. Colossians chapter three, verses one through three also tells us, if you understand your spiritual identity, what's that mean? Who am I in Christ? I'm not a sinner saved by grace. I've been saved by grace and I'm a child of God, a new creation. So keeping your spiritual identity at the front of your mind can also cause healing to come to you. And then you begin to walk in that healing. Colossians 3 verses 1 through 3 says this, if you then be risen with Christ and you are, seek those things which come from above. That's the word, guidance of the Holy Spirit, fellowship with God, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above and not on things of the earth, for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. The more you see yourself as who you are in God, who you are in Christ, the more you'll begin to walk in great blessings with God. Finding promises are like discovering hidden treasure. Remember when I talked about earlier in the scriptures where it talked about that the word of God is like, you know, better than diamonds and better than rubies and better than gold and better than silver and the increase or the prosperity and the interest that comes off of money cannot even be compared to the interest and the increase that you get off of finding the promises of God. The promises of God are better than anything you'll find in life. And so finding promises are like discovering hidden treasure. 
Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 6. My son, if you'll receive my words, hide my commandments inside you so that you incline your ear unto wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then shall you understand the fear or the reverence of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. Out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. All of those things come back to the fact if you'll seek for things better than you have in life and look for what you have in eternal life, God will pour out his blessing upon you and you'll begin to walk in the things of God and even in health. In 3 John chapter 2, of course, this is the verse where it all revolves around. It's all summed up in one simple verse of scripture, 3 John 2, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Notice it doesn't say if you just reach out in prayer and ask for it, that's fine. But it's simply saying there's also a healing that comes into your life and a prosperity that comes into your life as you just begin to walk with God and your soul prospers. How do we get it in our soul? Keep it ever in front of our eyes, ever coming into our ears. It'll fall into our heart. And when it falls into our heart, then it will be life to those that find it and health to all their flesh. This is a reward for simply walking with God. Is healing part of God's grace? Absolutely. But it's also part of just being faithful to God and walking with Him. And you'll suddenly discover like medicine, it just started working. That's the power of God. See you next time. You can order resources, become a partner, or browse free articles and podcasts by visiting our website at bobyandian.com. Join our mailing list and receive weekly devotions and the latest ministry updates. If you would like to contact Bob Yandian Ministries, visit bobyandian.com and click on Contact. To contact us by mail, use the address on your screen. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. We'll see you next time on Student of the Word with Bob Yandian.